What's up, what's up? It's Lord Mav over here representing the Black Moon Pack, Black Moon Productions, doing another Real Nigga Thoughts podcast. You already know what it is. This one right here is another introspective shit. You know what I'm saying? It's another retrospective. I'm over here fucking around with with the neighborhood that I grew up in, you know. I decided to take a little late night ride because that's the shit that a nigga be missing. Like, it's a lot of shit that I'm missing right now, but fucking... I don't know. I've been needing time to think and feel like I'm, I don't know. Like, as a father, sometimes the shit get to you. The little not going out no more, not hanging out with your friends. And that shit not even, like, killing me as much. It's just the, I mean, sometimes I miss it, but it's mostly the, just the ability to be outside, you know? Like, I'm a late night dude, and I spend so much time just roaming around late nights that I miss doing that shit. So that's what I'm doing right now taking anywhere from you know two to three hours it's already been an hour maybe an hour and a half but you know i'm back in my old neighborhood and niggas be reminiscing about old shit i seen somebody put into perspective though that the neighborhoods that belong to the black people and the hispanic people before that they belong to fucking other ethnic groups and shit you know what i mean like from all the old school motherfuckers that came through italian motherfuckers and and maybe German motherfuckers and all these little neighborhoods that used to exist when we talk about old Brooklyn or old New York. Like the New York accent that's associated with New York, the shit that you'll hear niggas, niggas like um, kind of parody in movies at this point. I don't really hear that accent no more and I used to hear it. And that's from the older generation of white people that came in, wherever the hell they came from. You know, you had a, a large population of Jewish people, um, a large population of like Russian type niggas. I can't even say what these niggas are, but you know, a large population of Italians. So all of these little these little dialects from the places that they come, when they come and they speak English, it becomes a part of their accent. And that became what the New York accent was. So, you know, looking at what we call gentrification, the shit kinda crazy. Like going down my old block, I just seen a vegan treat shop. I'm like a vegan treat shop. I ain't even hear about a vegan till I was in like high school. That's the crazy part. Black folks wasn't vegan and we ain't hear nothing about no vegans. Going through old neighborhoods and seeing shit like that, it's like, damn, son. It feel like white people taking over the world. But then you forget, you know, you forgetting real quick that white people already own the world. Like we in fucking America. It's not like niggas got any choice or decision making within uh within what the fuck is going on. Niggas don't got that. It's uh, it's in a way shit that don't matter, you know. Like looking at that vegan shop and looking at the way that you got brand new like high rise almost. It's not really high rises, but it's like condo type buildings everywhere that I used to live. And when I'm looking at it, I catch myself like, damn. Like all my thoughts be negative. When you think about it, all my thoughts is negative. I be on some. Damn, look at these high rises. I remember when when the apartments over here was all fucked up. You know what I'm saying? Or is, damn, look at these white people walking around feeling safe. I remember when I was out here, there was a bunch of little kids with guns, and you was fucking afraid you was going to get robbed at any moment. You know what I'm saying? That's the crazy part. But, you know, it's like a New York sentiment almost. Because I remember hearing about older New Yorkers, once they started to clean up 42nd Street, then it became a... I remember old New York type of feeling for them. But everything they was reminiscing on was crime. 
and, and dilapidated buildings and perversions sitting all over New York. So we be reminiscing over shit that's not even good. That's the crazy part. Reminiscing over negative things. Um, there's something to be said, of course, of why the black neighborhoods or, or the Hispanic neighborhoods, why those neighborhoods get taken over. Of course, there's a, a certain conversation to have about unity and respect for what you have, you know, and of course, a lot of things go into that when you think about slavery and the treatment of minorities within the country. But you could see like Chinese people, Chinese people are minorities. And regardless of if people are buying those areas, right? I have yet to go through a Chinatown and have to be like, yo, I remember when this shit was Chinatown, when it was mostly Asian people out here. You ain't never seen that shit. As far as New York fucking um, New York shit go for me, because I'm only 28 and shit. But like every Chinatown I ever come across, that bitch still a Chinatown. You know what I'm saying? Like it might be a couple other people living there, but mostly it's just Asian people. But you don't see that within <laughs> the fucking communities we live in, because most of the time... The communities we live in, we ain't owning shit, right? We ain't got no stores. Even when the, the Spanish people got their neighborhoods with their stores, it's not like they working together in any type of form or fashion to keep the shit theirs. It's just like, nigga, we here. We own a couple businesses. We paying our rent. So niggas can't kick us out. But the moment that that land becomes valuable, right, then it's going to be over. So it's a part of a reason to worry about gentrification or not worry about it because everything is going to turn out how, how it's going to turn out. And I believe all America does is just redo the history over and over endlessly. Same same issues with a bunch of bullshit. So I feel like all they do is endlessly do the same things. But it comes down to it and it's like, it's like the, the, what you call it, the Western expansion, right? Or manifest destiny. And I made allusions to this before, but it's, it's the act of saying we have this over here and through the bullshit that we do, right? Because we do so much bullshit with finance and economics and landscaping, we're changing the whole landscape. Now over here is as upgraded as it can be. And because of that, it's um it's filled with the same types of shops all over the place and there's a lot of copycat shit right and it's overpriced so when you it's like there's so many ways to think about this shit like that could be the reason for this shit like even there right if you're talking about white people um new white people are coming up like it's not like new york wasn't already expensive right but now it's getting overly expensive and you got an influx of young fucking immigrants i don't know what else to call these niggas young new york city immigrants coming in to have a place to live and to try to make it out here in this city and and feel what the city is about like everybody else did already right they come in but let's say they can't afford shit in manhattan and their income is too low to live in manhattan right so instantly you got the one white person who says all right i'm gonna go live in Bed-Stuy, right and then they find out oh it's not so bad like things are changing out there and then more white people come they they bring their friends and all of this bullshit and then when the the businesses or the real estate companies see that now white people are flocking to these areas now it's time to try to go in there upgrade the area for 
a demographic of people that are going to be more cared about, you know? When you think about it, since white people own the businesses, and I'm not just saying white people because different people own businesses all over the damn place, right? But when you're talking about who owns the business, it's usually a white person. And if you're not talking about a white person, then most of the time it's some like niche shit. Like you'll see, it's like, let's say all the ramen shops is owned by Japanese people, right? Just to make a, a vague fucking statement. Let's say all the, all the ramen shops that's in um, Manhattan is owned by Japanese people. Not the same people, but just Japanese people, right? But most of the time, you're not going to come in contact with a ramen shop and another ramen shop, right? Or except for in Chinatown, you're not going to come in contact with um, a shop next to another shop that's owned by two different Asian people. So that's to show you that it's like a rarity when you're going through and you're seeing all these businesses, mostly they they owned by white people, right? If you came into my McDonald's that I worked at, you would see all minorities, but the boss, like the dude who owned the business, his name was Jim Lewis. This nigga owned, he owned the McDonald's on 42nd Street, the McDonald's on Times Square, and about two other McDonald's in the area, two, three other McDonald's in the area. So as minorities working, but the white folks be owning the shit, so when you look at the real estate, just like in China, or not China, in Chinatown, you're looking at uh, an area that's mostly being controlled by one race of people. But when you're dealing with white people, when they decide to go somewhere, then they basically have the backing of the white people who own a bunch of shit, which is the majority. Like, majority of shit is owned by white people, right? And again, this shit wouldn't be a problem. It'd be like a coincidence. But when you're dealing with all of the years that other minorities were blocked from owning things, they were basically having their ideas stolen. These niggas was being killed just for being successful. These niggas get run out of their town just because white folks have had enough. You know what I'm saying? They just don't fuck with them no more. All kinds of shit, right? There was black people with wealth and that wealth could have been shared around, but instead it got destroyed by the system. I ain't even going to say it's white people, which it was white people, but it got destroyed by the system mostly. So the minorities is in the state of, especially black and Spanish, in the state of really just trying to build themselves up. Whereas Asian people, I feel... And, you know, I was about to say something, but even looking at Asian people with the culture that they come from, right? You got black people don't even know where the fuck they from. Spanish people is made up of Native Americans and Italian niggas. So when you think about that, they probably got a soul for both things. It's like, damn, I'm a motherfucker that was taken advantage of, but also I'm half white. You know, just by what, what Spanish really is in America. The motherfuckers is half white, man. So... You know, they almost run with the system like they a part of it sometimes. These niggas done brainwashed themselves into thinking they equal to the white man and whatnot. But these Asian motherfuckers, they came over with a stronger sense of identity, you know, a stronger sense of nationality and have love from, for somewhere that you came from, especially seeing as everybody from a nation is basically family and shit, you know? So a Japanese person could come over here 
and go to a Japanese neighborhood and feel more safe than they would feel in another neighborhood because they could speak the language that they know. They could experience the same type of culture that they used to, the food that they ate when they was in their own country. And it, um, it, it creates a sense of like a real sense of community, not no bullshit with like, nigga, we live here. I'm over here, you in the next building, we a community. You know what I'm saying? That shit don't make no community. Motherfuckers gotta trust each other. You gotta protect each other. You gotta make sure everybody feeling safe. And that shit ain't gonna happen unless you got some type of unity. But for niggas, niggas, niggas don't really got that, man. Like, imagine having a... That should have looked like the most racist thing in the world. Nigga said, we about to relocate all these Asian people out of Chinatown. That should have sound fucked up as hell. All these Asian people. But out here, you got black niggas and Spanish niggas all scattered around. And it looked like a random thing. Since it's a mixture of people out here, it's like, yeah. Yeah, they took everything that was out there. They raised the prices and inadvertently moved everybody out. Right? It's fucking economic... Economic racism, economic segregation and shit. I don't know. It's just fucked up. Anyway, I'm looking at it as... These are the three ways to look at it, right? It feels fucked up because all of the shit that I knew is gone now, right? That's a simple fucking thought process. Everything that I knew, or not everything, but... The way I knew the parts of Brooklyn that I lived in to operate... Them bitches don't operate like that no more. And for good or for bad... I'm not used to it. And being that I left Brooklyn at such an early age, right? I don't fucking know what this shit is. Like, it's crazy. It's like it's like going into a time machine and coming back. Like, what the fuck is this? It's like I stepped out of a time machine, man. Going through my old block with the struggles I had. You know, and not that they was big struggles. I always like to state that the shit that I went through in my life wasn't even all that bad. And, um... Yeah, compared to some of my niggas down the block, man, we was blessed. That's some J. Cole shit. But yeah, man, compared to some of the people that I met in my life, my shit wasn't even bad like that. It's just, I think a lot. I'm a real fucking thoughtful person. And to understand what happened, it makes me hate the society more, right? But at the time, maybe this is something everybody feels, but I really felt like I was grown at fucking... Like 11, 12, by that time, when I finally got out the house and started hanging out, you know, I ain't doing nothing big and I'm on the block, but I just be out forever. Like from that point, I was just outside for the rest of my damn life. And, um, you know, I felt like I was grown and looking back, I was only 12 years old. And then I start to think about like, I saw myself as almost grown at 12, but I would look at a 10 year old as a baby. And that was only two years later. So it's like, God damn, son, I was really like a little ass kid when I left that place. And I done experienced so many different parts in New York, some by choice and some by necessity. And this is fucking, how old am I now? Fucking, this is 16 years later, nigga. You know what I'm saying? In the time that's passed, I could have been a teenager again out this bitch. That's crazy. <laughs> that's crazy. Nigga said, fucking, damn, nigga, that's this year, too. That's this year. Nigga said, in a, in a little minute, I was 13, so I could have been a teenager and been another teenager all at the same time, nigga. That's crazy. But, you know, a lot of fucking years done passed, and it's like, 
I didn't experience so much worse shit in my fucking life since I had to leave my old block on decal. Like, for real, there's nothing that happened in my childhood that could compare to the shit that I done seen and had happened to me as a fucking adult in this bitch. You know what I'm saying? As a as an adult, just in the situations that he in. Just trying to be a good dude and trying not to lose my mind. That's how the shit started. Nigga said, I was trying to be a good dude. And then through trying to be a good dude and having shit go weird, I, I eventually had to just try not to lose my fucking mind in this bitch. Close to the edge. But, you know, the point is, I was really young when I left. And, um... In the time that's passed, like I'm saying, at this point, I've been alive off the block for more years than I was when I left the block. And I wasn't even living on the block for that long. I was there for like two, three years. So really, it wasn't even all that much time. And, and um, you know, in hindsight, but I grew to know those people. Those were like my first brother friends. And, um, you know. I go to the block now and shit is totally different. You know, I remember the spots of playing football, just throwing the football back and forth. I remember fi- I remember going to the beach with my cousins from Fort Greene and um, I found a football there, like a Spider-Man football or some type of football with a character up there. Got home the next day, played football. We was playing across the street. We used to throw the football across the street to each other because we live on like a fucking residential block. You know, I wasn't in the project, so I didn't just have middle spaces to chill at. We used to chill on the block. So I'm throwing the football back and forth. Football going the street, get hit by a car, big ass titty on it. You know what I'm saying? No more football for Joshua. That's the crazy part. No more football for Joshua. So it's like, I remember shit like that, man. I remember playing football on the block again and getting, getting fucking like trucked by my friend. This nigga knocked me directly over and I fell on all types of glass. All types of glass in my finger. That's the first time I got a cut where I saw the white part of my hand underneath. I was like, ill. You know what I'm saying? I was like, ill, nigga. I remember turning like, turning 13 maybe and having my friends over saying that my party was whack because it was just me and them and I was just trying to like play games and shit like that. You know, like thinking back at it, nigga was a little ass kid, but it's we getting older now. So expectations for things are changing for people while mostly I'm still just a little kid and shit. Niggas was expecting bitches and dancing. I'm like, nigga, I don't dance and I don't really fuck with bitches like that. At that spot was where I got my first fucking girlfriend for real. Nigga, I remember going and, and being like shy around the girl and fucking with her. And us eventually saying that we like each other or whatever. And then me like, nah, I don't like you or some shit like that. I told the bitch, I was like, nah, I don't like you. And um, her friend was on some shit like, you playing games. Like, it's funny the conversations niggas is having while also being 12 years old and shit. The girl like, nah, you playing games. You playing games. That's why. You playing games. Niggas said, fuck is you talking about? I'm playing games. This was middle school. You playing games. And it was like, all right. Like, she don't like you no more. I was like, all right, fine. This was sixth grade. And then at the end of the year, it was like the last day before we was about to be on summer break. I was about to walk out. She gave me her number. I was like, what the fuck? And I had just got a phone. Like, I remember getting my first phone in that bitch. Little ugly ass I-45 fucking with the Boost Mobile joints. That shit was ugly as hell. 
you know, so it's like a lot of memories. That was the first place where I became like a person. Before I was just a kid, I became a person at DeKalb, the first person that I ever was. Because I'm a different person now, even than who I was when I was fucking 25 to 19. Like 19 to 25, I was a whole different person from from the first person at DeKalb. But up until then, I was always the same person, like just a goofy dude who loves being around my friends. Just want to have fun and shit, man. Just want to have a good time, <laughs> like Simon Pegg said. But before I lived there, the landscape was different, right? The people that lived there was different. Matter of fact, when I first got there, um, I can't even remember what was there because like little houses got built there. Them connecting row of houses, them shits got built there a little while after I moved there. So I don't even remember what was there before that, you know? And it's like, things change, man. Everybody got to come to grips with that shit. Now I am under the belief that in a more natural world, we wouldn't be hit with this things change so often because our surroundings wouldn't be changing as quickly as it is because our houses and things that we see will be based off of nature or necessity. It wouldn't be based off of monetary gain. And that's the reason why shit changed so fast out here. Monetary gain and the advancements in technology. So while I do believe that the change is something that's abnormal to human beings in the way that we see it today. It's still that the way I know things wasn't what it was before I was there. And I'm remembering a specific couple years of a couple places that I've been at and thinking that those things should stay exactly the same as they was before, even though I no longer live there. I'm a grown ass person who is completely different from who I was as a child. Everybody that I know is either going from that place or they're in that place being an adult. Like I'm wherever the fuck I'm at being an adult. It's a totally different situation and the buildings is gonna change just like that. And that's, I guess what I got to say on gentrification. It's motherfucking lower math, real nigga news, black moon pack. I'm out, peace.